the real reason for the invention of the Internet. We're pushing the ultimate frontier here. Control must be maintained. TalkZone.com Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Ever notice the bad guys in the media? More often than not, business and corporate America are portrayed as greedy and selfish, caring only about the bottom line. Well, contrary to this is the fact that businesses create jobs, they pay taxes, and most importantly, they give back to the community. How do they give back to the community? Well, for the answer, let's welcome Peter Economy to InfoTrack. Peter, how are you? I'm doing great. Great to be here today. Thank you. Peter is co-author of Giving Back, Connecting You, Business, and Community. Peter, your book is full of examples of companies and business executives doing charity work for nothing in return. Why do they do this? Does giving back to the community help the bottom line, or is there another factor at work? Well, certainly it does help the bottom line. I think that there's other factors, too, but you can't ignore the bottom line. There's been a lot of research done in this area, and the research shows that companies that give back experience increased employee pride and morale, and this results in better performance, you know, employee performance. I think you find that the employees feel that they want to work for companies that are doing good in their communities, and they want to also help do good with their communities. So many employees end up volunteering and doing that kind of work with their employers and enjoying the benefits thereof. It seems like this type of work doesn't really get the coverage that the negative stuff does. Well, unfortunately, it seems like that's the case. The negative stuff seems to sell, but there's so much positive news going on out there in communities across the country. And business people, people that work for businesses, business owners are right in the middle of it. And I think the good news is you don't have to be Bill Gates, you don't have to be Warren Buffett to do some good in your community. Well, give us a couple of examples. You have a lot of real-life case studies in your book, Giving Back, and some of them are quite inspiring. Well, certainly there was the case of a guy named Matt Flannery, who I interviewed for the book. Matt Flannery started an organization called Kiva.org. It's a website. He partnered with his wife. His wife was overseas in Africa working for uh, Save the Children, and he was working at TiVo. He was a software designer with a company up in the San Francisco Bay Area. So they got married. They married together their own interests, hers in philanthropy and his with software. They created this website called Kiva.org where you can make loans to entrepreneurs around the world. Basically, you can go to their website and make $50 loans to people all around the world and help them start up their businesses, help them keep their businesses going. And they actually pay you back. They pay these loans back to you, and then you can take that money and loan it out somewhere else. That's terrific. I guess another one is Gary Hirschberg, who runs Stonyfield Farm, and they make yogurt and all that sort of stuff. Tell us his story. Well, that's a great story. Gary Hirschberg is an example of someone who's been able to put his values and his beliefs into practice through his company. He came on as a CEO of Stonyfield Farm a couple decades ago, I believe. And at the time, Stonyfield Farm was actually an organic farming school back when it first started up. He joined the company shortly after that and actually turned it into a, the second largest yogurt manufacturer in the United States. But his company, Stonyfield Farm, I mean, they live their values. They're huge into the organic farm industry. They use organic milk. They use organic products. They're into sustainability. They try to make sure that they have a low-carbon footprint, that they don't put out toxic packaging materials, that they minimize waste. 
they're a great example for other companies and also just for the general public because people want to buy things that do good for the earth. So uh, they buy Stonyfield, they know they're doing something good for the earth. Yeah, it's interesting. In your book, Gary says that he was inspired by Ben and Jerry, who, of course, are pretty well known for their charity work, as well as Tom and Kate Chappell, who founded Tom's of Maine. And all of these companies have, I guess, built an image around the fact that they do charitable work or they give back to the community. This has become a brand imaging thing for them. Well, it is. And it's interesting because so many companies miss the opportunity to brand the work that they do in the community. I mean, there's many companies that don't realize that if they could tell people about what they do, if they could publicize that, they could really improve their own brand image out there in the world. And companies like, obviously, Stonyfield and Ben and & Jerry's, they get it. They've been doing it now for years. But other companies are just sort of waking up to that right now. The, the good stuff that they do is, like, for example, Walmart. Walmart has had a pretty bad image in many ways, but they're doing so much good in the communities now, and they're starting to tell people about it and starting to tell their stories. Finally, people are starting to realize, well, maybe they aren't as bad as we thought they were. We're talking with Peter Economy, co-author of Giving Back, Connecting You, Business, and Community. Peter, if I work for a company, and I don't seem too interested in charitable work, but I, as an employee or an executive, do find that motivating and interesting, what can I do? Well, there's a lot of different things you can do. You know, you can do them on the job, and you can do them off the job. If you're on the job, you know, if you really wanted to do something with people you work with, you could always do something during lunch or after hours. You could do volunteer work. You could get together a group of people to help at a local church or scout organization, something like that. After work, you know, the sky's the limit. You can do anything you want. Basically, the idea is to find the passion, tap into the passion you have to help others and to find things that you find interesting and also to tap your own talents. It was about a year ago that I got involved with starting a local organization here in San Diego. It's an organization that is for disabled athletes. And, you know, I have a few skills that were helpful there. I'm a writer. I also know how to put together websites, and this is something that the organization really needed. They needed to be able to communicate with one another as they were starting up this organization. And I was able to provide the expertise they needed in communication, in writing and developing a website that they could all go to and understand what was going on that helped them become a real organization. So basically, it's find your passion, find your talents and your strengths, and then look for an organization that needs those. And you've obviously been rewarded in many ways for what you've done. We have all sorts of folks who listen to our show. Uh, business owners, we have a lot of those listening. If I own a business, if I run a business, how could I get started in this area without, you know, disrupting the operation, but I want to start doing something? I think the first thing you can do is you can ask your employees what they would like to do. I think a lot of business owners think that they always have to you know, come up with the ideas and have the solutions, but I think you'll find that the employees themselves already have some great ideas. And I think that you can tap into their energy and their own passion by asking them, you know, what would you like to do? What ideas do you have? How would you suggest that we get something going here? And I've been talking recently to a professor out at Berkeley who is an expert in this area, and her advice is to pick one or two things, to try to just focus on one or two things, like, say, one volunteer program in your community, and not to try to do too much. Don't try to do ten different things a little bit. Just focus on one or two and try to go deep into those. But again, I'd say tap into your employees, find out what their passions are, and go from there. Is working with their community leaders, the mayor or the city council, if you're in a larger area, are these types of things good to do as well if you're a company, or, or are you better perhaps just going it alone? 
I think that it's better to tap into any networks you can tap into. Certainly, mayor, city councils, they're good places to start. Chambers of Commerce, there's Rotary, there's Kiwanis, there's lots of organizations that are service organizations that often are comprised of business people. They do so much good work in communities. There's all sorts of foundations in most communities that are, you know, maybe a hospital foundations, school foundations that are always needing volunteers, always needing help, people that have expertise in different areas. I think the more you can network, the more you can find out what other people are doing in your community, not only the easier job you'll have tapping into it, but you'll find that there's a lot of people that need your help. Our guest is Peter Economy, author of Giving Back, Connecting You, Business and Community. We're talking about how businesses can do good in the community. And Peter, as we wrap this up, do you have any final thoughts on how people can get inspired to do these sorts of things at their business? You know, I think that there's two parts to that. And there's a business inspiration that if you're not doing it, you may be missing out because, again, research shows that this new generation of employees, the millennials, the people who are coming into the workplace now, they want to give back. They're very much passionate about giving back, and they want the companies that they want to work for. They want the companies to be doing this. So your company will be more attractive if you can be giving and giving them opportunities to volunteer to do things like that. So that's one inspiration. The other inspiration is just tapping into your own passion. I think you know we're a nation of people that have given back for hundreds of years now, ever since our founding. And look at your own life. Look at your own community. What are the needs there? Everyone wants to live in a better community. What can you do to give back yourself and tap into the passion that you find? Peter Economy, author of Giving Back, Connecting You, Business, and Community. He's co-author with Burt Berkeley, and his website is petereconomy.com, just like it sounds. Peter, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks.